Hello everyone and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Hollywood Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Josh. We are back at the Bachelor Pad. We are back at the Trap House. We are back at the... Crack Den. Crack Den, baby. How Feels good. Back? Feels good. I, I love doing this every week. How Absolutely. are you doing, buddy? How's your week been? I am pretty good. Pretty tired, but what's, pretty what's you tired? Oh, it's just a busy week. Man, I messaged you at like 1.30 last night in the morning. I was asleep. And I'm feeling good. I was asleep by like 11. Yeah, you went up then. Because I was up at six. No excuses. The grind never stops. The grind never stops. <laughs> you were asleep when I got here. What? Expl- how'd you get yeah, in? How's you, how you going, buddy? How's your week? No, it's been good. Uh, a lot of weird shit's happened. Yeah? This week. I mean, I'm back at work this week and that's not fun. Oh, like, you, I thought you were um, oh, like back, back working. Yeah. You're working back. from home currently. Yeah. So due to the COVID outbreaks, like we had like 10 plus thousand cases nationwide. Oh, no, more the than other that. Day? We had 30k no, in, in Sydney. In one day. And then there was, it just kept ramping up, right? We had like 25,000 in New South Wales alone the other day. New cases? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Well, we've, uh, <laughs> our, our group chat at work has banned all COVID talk. Look, fair enough. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty rough. Like, I guess it's not morbid or anything, but like one of, one of my colleagues is major preggers right now. And it's going to be coming out soon. And I think with all the COVID stuff, she may have to uh, have the baby in a different hospital. And because of the isolation, has to do it alone. Like, obviously, with a doctor. So she's she straight up said, like, look, I don't want to deal with this talk. I'm like, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's a lot of stress. You're a scary woman. (laughs) She is very scary. Yeah. Like, apparently, one, one of the newbies at one point on the floor messed an account up, you know, unintentionally. Mm hmm. She, uh, the way it was described to me, because I was, I was not there, um, just thunderously ran up to them and screamed at them for messing up the account. Thunderously? Thunderously. Like, you know, when you just got those like powerful steps. Yeah. The, the stomps. Like, yeah. Dum, 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 yeah. Dum. Yeah. It was that. The like Jokic stomps. coming out the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sloppy fat boy. Yeah. She's the, oh, I don't want to say she's a sloppy fat boy. <laughs> no, no, I meant Jokic. In yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I was going to do at what? the start of this pod? You're going to... I was going to say, instead of my name, I was going to say I'm a 300-pound sloppy fat boy. And that would have got you off guard. 100% would have. I'm glad but, you did. I'm glad you did a normal intro. Yeah, because that's real fun. Do you want to talk about that? Let's talk about it. Let's have to talk about how much of a bitch. Fuck the Morris twins. Morris twins. They're such soft boys. Fake tough boys. Absolutely. Yeah, fake tough boys. Fake tough guys. For those that don't know... Um, one of the biggest things in, in the sport world <laughs> was a tweet by the Morris twin. And I don't even know his fucking first name. It's Markeith or Markeith. I don't know. It's Markeith or Markov. I don't know. What are the other guys' names? Did you say Markov? I don't remember the other guy's <laughs> name. <laughs> um, horrendously just shitty plays. They don't, they don't matter. Yeah. Um, and it was the Morris twins like 30th game out mm-hmm. with whiplash. Yeah. Which I get, you know, it was a hard hit. But, um, yeah, he posted a tweet saying he'll be back or yeah, something. Yeah, this, this, this is a real injury. Shit. This ain't fake. This is what happens when you get rammed from behind by a 300-pound sloppy fat boy. When you say it like that, that sounds sexual. It was something like that. It um, was along the lines of that. And it's like, well... This is what you get, though. Like, and you know, you know what's frustrating me? And I, was, I, wanted, I think I wanted to talk about this. Not, not the specific tweet, obviously. I'm not from the future. But... Like weeks and weeks ago, I wanted to talk about this Jokic scenario, mm-hmm. and 
obviously I had notes on it. It's gone now. But I, I'm so frustrated with the way that obviously the more time Morris misses from games, mm-hmm. the more everyone wants to side against Jokic. Yeah. And that pisses me off. I don't care how long Morris is. I don't care who it is. Yeah. This could have been probably my favorite player. It could have been Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. you know? If this happened to Kobe Bryant, Kobe would know not to turn his back on someone yeah. after you do something after shitty. After you cheap shot him, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's cheap shot for cheap shot. And doesn't matter how much time you miss, you still deserve this. Yeah, 100%. You know? Um, obviously, I, I don't want him to miss 30 games and, and potentially more the way it's going. But the fact of the matter is... The Morris twin. I love how we just refer to him as the Morris twin. He's it's Marquis for Mark Koof. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one it's, of them. It's Marcus it's the and Mark Morris. Oh Morris. Wait. Yeah. Marcus. Marcus. Marcus and Mark Yeah. One of them's on the heat, and that's it. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's like you you still this is gonna happen. And I, I, I hate the fact that Jokic got worse of a repercussion as well yeah and it's the way that we're, we're always brought up through life right it's the instigator will never get in as much shit as, as the, the, retaliator. the one retaliating yeah and that's super frustrating it, throughout history it's ridiculous and I, i'll never understand it because like what do you expect like the what morris did was disgusting mm-hmm. it was midair morris <laughs> sorry not the morris <laughs> just say yeah, morris. morris all right what morris did <laughs> Was absolutely disgusting. Yeah, Jokic was midair. Yep, tried to buckle his knee with with his own knee, mm-hmm. and that's just bad. You'd never touch another player while they're in midair intentionally. Mm-hmm. You never go for the knee, especially if they're a big man. Mm-hmm. We know this. Yep, and we're meant to overlook that for the sake that you've got now thirty games out with whiplash because you deserved it. Yeah. I don't understand this at all. Why is... And I, I'm, I'm sick of seeing these comments where it's like, oh man, you know what? Jokic did do too much. Like, no, he fucking didn't. No. Obviously, no one meant for him to out, be, be out 30 games. But we already know Jokic is a hothead. Yeah. He doesn't take shit. He throws tantrums. Yeah. He threw a tantrum because he got, he got so hit. Why give him a reason to throw a tantrum? Exactly. I, I just... I don't get it. It's the whole fucking scouting report thing. Everyone knows this. You're yeah. a professional basketball player. And then you want to send out a tweet calling him a big sloppy fat boy. This is the... The, get, the like, reigning MVP from an absolute shit player. <laughs> the Morris twins are supposedly built different. Yet he built he poorly. Plays, he stays silent for 30 games, comes back with a tweet calling him fat. Yeah. That's the most soft boy. That's some e-boy shit. That's <laughs> e-boy drama. Yeah. Like what the fuck? It's bad. This is like when two commentary YouTube channels have beef with each other, yeah, except yeah. one is actually out doing their job and the others yeah. at home tweeting on their fat ass. Fuck you, Morris. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so sick of this shit. No, Why look, we... I'm all for it. Yeah, fuck Morris. I, yeah, I know I know we're in the same boat, but I need to make it... You know how, like, we're kind of like, fuck Paul George? Yeah. In a way, it's definitely more right now, fuck Morris. Fuck Morris. Because this is bullshit. Fuck, sh- fuck the Morrises? Fuck Morris Peterson and any other Morris that's ever been in the NBA? What did Morris Peterson do? I don't know. I just don't I know liked any other him. Morris. He was a three, like three and D guy for Milwaukee at some point, right? And Charlotte. Milwaukee? I believe he played for Milwaukee, Charlotte. All I remember is Toronto. Maybe Toronto. I, I remember Mo, Mo Peterson being being around. I don't know. Maybe. Do you know any other Morrises? No. Does. Yeah, no. No. Are the first or last name Morris? <laughs> no, I really don't. If, if you know Adam, any other Morrises, write in. Adam Morrison? Adam Morris, fuck Adam Morris. Yeah, actually, yeah, for real, fuck that dude. He was well, real bad. Another thing, I want. Speaking of Adam Morrison and 2012 basketball, 
<laughs> How are we playing 2012 basketball with Lance Stevenson, Greg Momoa, and Joe Johnson in 2022? It is wild. Like, part of me, to, to start this off, mm-hmm. it was like, man, just a bunch of scrubs on 10-day contracts. Yeah. And I agree with Chris Paul. I appreciate this. Yeah, Without 100%. these 10-day contract dudes, the league ain't, ain't going to The season would have been stopped. Yes. So I appreciate them. But it was kind of boring, you know? We didn't even have an Andre Ingram level of dude. No. No one with that kind of impact. Yeah. But then, Joe Johnson dusts himself off from the closet. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. dusts off his knees and said, yeah. let, me, let me give these boys one more go. Lance Stevenson drops all the Chinese propaganda. <laughs> Greg Monroe somehow puts his limbs back together like a bionicle. What year is this? <laughs> Bro, it's been 10 years. I don't it like It was this. like 10 years since these dudes have been balling. Joe Johnson played in 2022. He was drafted in 2002. <laughs> 20 years. Which isn't the craziest thing. When we... Okay, no, no. Isn't the craziest thing. It's not the craziest thing because like we know multiple people that have played 20 years in the league. I, I would but have not assumed... Not with multiple breaks. Not with multiple breaks. That's the weird thing. This dude done retired. Yeah, played the already. big three. And went to the big three. Ice Cube's having a field day. He's he's doing the Play-Doh snake, the Birdman Play-Doh snake. Because all he's of his about to dudes, make some fucking money. Yeah. Because after this, they can go back to the big three. You, you know what this is? Ice Cube, this is his big 40 chess move. Mm-hmm. Is Ice, Ice Cube started Corona. What? This is his 40 chess move from 2020. I was going to say this is like old man college. Oh, no. I no, I wasn't going to say Ice Corona. Cube started COVID. And I was so fucked up and said Ice-T. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is his 4D chess. I'm so sorry, Ice Cube. I'm a big fan. I'm not. I'm a big fan. West no. Coast legend. But goddamn, no, he didn't start COVID. But I just... I, I It's a weird way where, like, post-career now, hit up Ice Cube's <laughs> phone, because in a few years, you'll be back in the league. Or Adam Silver. You could be back in the league now. <laughs> Honestly, just, like if Joe Jones is getting a 10-day contract, where's J.R. Smith? Where's Iman Shumpert? Didn't, didn't we speak, maybe it was off camera, we were speaking about J.R. Smith. And obviously now he's busy in college and being mm-hmm. a professional golfer. But uh, he does have a lot of a lot of issues off court, yeah. which aren't ideal right now. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why J.R. Smith is in the league. I don't know why Iman Shumpert may, maybe is taking up his rap career even he, further. He retired. Yeah, I know, but anyone can retire now and come back. But it's weird. Like, where is Amon Shumpert? I understand he got cut last season. Last time I saw Amon Shumpert, he was shirtless in a rap video. We just won Dancing with the Stars. Oh, you told me about that too. Yeah, I never didn't watch it. We just won. Good on him. Yeah, that's that's neat. He's a very athletic man. I don't know why we're talking about Amon Shumpert and his post-career endeavors when we're talking about... Joe Johnson is post-post-career endeavors, which is back in the NBA. Because why isn't Amon Shumpert back? I mean, there's probably some some weirder ones, right? Like, no, no. Amon Shumpert probably is one of the weirder ones. I, Who's your best, like your number one player that's out of the league that you feel like can make the biggest impact if they enter the league right now? Just me through Amon Shumpert. <laughs> Mine is Nikola Mirotic. Oh, I really? I think he is insane. He only, Miritich, huh? Yeah, Miritich was one of the most brutal big men when he was in the league. He was a scary dude. Which I he th- made Jokic... Uh, we're Jokic. thinking a different people. You're thinking of the huge Kings he made player, a, right? 
he made what well, he played for Minnesota. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one who got Drummond to start lifting weights. Yeah, Drummond, and who's he? he makes Nurkic look tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this Miritich is the dude is that has scary. ties to the mafia, right? The Serbian mafia. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. He's like brother-in-law with like one of the top guys in yeah, the Serbian mafia. I think or so. Um, but yeah, he's a. He's scary running dude. for office. Is he? In, in his home country. I don't know which country it is because I don't want to get it wrong. I said Serbia, but it, it's some like Slavic Eastern European land. I'm pretty sure he's running for some level of office, some level of parliament. Can you imagine opposing that guy? I'm going to look in it the up. office. That's a scary fucking I'm going to look that up right now. Also, Holy when you said Miritic, I was thinking of the other Miritic. Um, do you remember the one that played for the Bulls? Yeah, this is the guy you said. You said Nikola Miritic, which oh, is the guy I was thinking sorry, of, which is sorry. this guy. Not that. Who's the. Uh... Um, oh, now I'm frustrated. You look it up. Um, he played for... I remember playing for Minnesota because I remember seeing the photo of him in a Minnesota jersey and it looked like his biceps were about to explode. Yeah, the, he's tattered. Yeah. Played for Minnesota. It's This isn't going to help at all. You can look up like Andre Drummond lifting weights it's, it's, and it, the story will come up. It's Miritic, right? I don't think it's Miritic. Because Nikola Miritich used to be a Bulls player and he got punched in the face by Chris Dunn. Made Andre Drummond lift, lift weights. weights. That, okay. I swear it was Miritich. When we said Nikola Miritich, no, we're thinking of a different guy. Yeah, no, it's not It's not Nikola Miritich because that dude looks small. Yeah. Oh, Nikola Pekovic. 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 Yeah. Sorry. It's the, the Vich names it's always the sound the same. It, it was Nikola something. Yeah, it's but Nikola, Nikola Pekovic. Pekovic. Holy was fuck, this dude's huge. scary. Look at him right now, everyone that's watching. Yeah, everyone. Pause the video. Look up a video. Oh <laughs> look up a picture God. of Nikola Pekovic. Show me a photo real quick. He's a scary dude. Yeah. Nah, fuck Should, we, should you cut in a little photo between us? I'm going to pop him right here. Right? Hey, Nikola. Three, two, one. Hey, Nicola. <laughs> How you doing? The only reason he's Goodbye. out of the league. <laughs> the only reason he's out of the league right now is because he was offered more money in Europe. I believe yeah. it was. Um, it, it definitely wasn't his skill set. He was a phenomenal basketball player, and I still still think he he is. Um, and I'm, I guess you know, ten day contract isn't enough to cut it. No, you know, he's going to want more money than that, and he's running for deal. office. Yeah, but uh, can you imagine being a proper part time player and being half oh, your life up in the office? Pekovic. And half the time is matching up against Pekovic in the office. Look, he could do well, oh, just court. grabbing boards, jamming rams. He's... But look, I still think Shumpert. Okay. Shumpert, Shumpert well, what got team... drafted in like 2012. Is there a team specifically that you want him in? Or... Denver. We need players. Oh, <laughs> Even everyone... our coach has COVID. Everyone kind of needs players. You're right. You're our right. interim coach. Did you see what our interim coach said about Jokic? No. He's like, he's the kind of guy you want your daughter to take home to meet the family. <laughs> and if your daughter <laughs> took home, Nikola Jokic and said, dad, this is the guy I want to marry. You'd say, I'm happy with this. <laughs> Let me look that up. Word for word, because it was absolutely clapped. <laughs> Um, Nuggets interim oh my God. coach. That's funny. The Nuggets interim coach is named Popeye Jones. That's a fake name. <laughs> His name's Popeye Jones. <laughs> he is, quote, word for word, he's the type of guy that if I had a daughter, I'd want my daughter to bring Nikola Jokic and say, hey, dad, this is who I'm going to marry. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real quote from Popeye Jones. Oh, my God. I love it. He's our interim it. coach. I love it. I'm a big fan. You should keep him. <laughs> you should absolutely keep him. He I, basically has just said, 
<laughs> he Jokic, wants to fuck Jokic. You can fuck my daughter. Yeah. That is basically what he said. That's so weird. It's fucking weird, dude. I love it. Who's the other commentator recently which has been under a lot of fire? Ooh, I think the... saying some wow, weird shit. Wizards? The Wizards one, I believe. I'm pretty sure it was the Wizards commentator. Okay. Do you know the full story behind that? Did you read that? I read the KPJ one. Yeah, so Kevin Porter Jr. hit a buzzer beater or a very late game clutch three-pointer. And the commentator said something on the lines of, and he pulled the trigger perfectly just like his dad. Now, the Wizards commentator was thinking that Kevin Porter Jr. was the son of a former uh, Washington player called Kevin Porter. Um, So I pulled the trigger just like his dad because he was a good shooter. Turns out it's not his dad. His father, Kevin Porter Jr.'s actual father, um, was arrested on a assault or murder charge at some point in his life for, you know, a firearms incident. Don't look good. Don't look good. You don't look good. So he was trying to make a cool reference to a player, a former player of the franchise. Which doesn't have the link. Which doesn't have the link. Just the name. Very common name. Um, but he should have done more research and found out that Kevin Porter Jr. had a firearms incident years prior. It's, Not great. Look, it's real rough. And he said something uh, like a week before this as well, which is really insensitive. It was like regarding an injury, I believe it was, or something like that. But um, here's the thing. Like, if you're a commentator, you do this for a living... Do like the bare minimum kind of research and say, okay, no, that's not his dad. Mm-hmm. His dad didn't play in the NBA. Well, I, th- I th- it may have been the Wizards commentator again. Did you hear what they said about the Nuggets players, Faku and um, Austin Rivers? I did. That was I felt racist. So um, I, it was Nuggets versus. I'm gonna say it was Wizards. I don't really remember, but they when Faku was arguing over like a potential missed call. They were doing a poor interpretation of his accent and, oh, it's a foul, yada, yada, soccer, like lots of like stereotype stuff about Latin American people. And then they were talking about Austin Rivers, how saying he's only in the NBA because his father's a coach. That's not good. Austin Rivers is a vet. Austin Rivers has been getting that shit for a very long time. And whilst he didn't live up to his expectations, he's always been serviceable. On the Clippers, on a loaded roster, he averaged 15 points off the bench. Austin Rivers is a fine dude. Like, yeah. he's, he's a good player. He's, he's going to be in the league for a while longer. There's, there's not really downside to him. He can play some defense. He can hit some shots. He can pass the ball. He's an MVP. He put some effort. <laughs> Sorry. You just said there's no downside to him. I'm like, yeah, he's an MVP. Jesus, okay. No, like, um, yeah, he's a serviceable player, good glue guy, can fit mm-hmm. on any team. Yeah, I'm all for it. Um... I guess one of the teams I did want to talk about today, and I, I don't think we've really ever gotten to talk about them because I try and avoid them because I know you dislike them, but we do have to talk about the Lakers at this point. We do. They are such a shit show. Yeah. Um, we're just about 500. Sometimes we're under, sometimes we're over, but boy, we love that 500 mark and, mm-hmm. and flirting with it. Um, there's a lot of... It's just a big, a bit of a shit show. Now, I have noted some things down because I guess I wanted to get your opinion on... On what we should do. Yep. Um, so obviously, about 500, we're, we're pretty average. Um, LeBron is carrying us in pretty much every statistical outcome. Yep. Which his 37 should not be doing that. No. It's it's really bad to see. Um, AD is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, he's either not playing. He's not playing. Or when he did play, he was playing... Awful. It was not bubble AD. No, it wasn't it even wasn't. normal AD. No, it was just kind of middle of the road AD, and now he's not playing. 
So really just nowhere to be seen, which mm. is really unfortunate. Westbrook has been extremely inconsistent. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that Westbrook's been horrible. He has not been horrible. Mm-hmm. He has single-handedly saved us games. There have been games where he has taken over. Um, and he's been a good facilitator in every game. Yes, I know his turnovers have been atrocious. Yeah. And by now, I was hoping he'd reel it in. Start of every season with a new team is it's a bit turnover heavy. But he hasn't reeled it in yet, and that's a bit of a concern. Yeah. And maybe it's because we don't have proper shooters on the perimeter. And I know someone's going to pull up that clip where it's going to be like, oh, what about this this uh, game-ending one where you had LeBron and, and someone else on the on the three-point line and he didn't kick it out? Whatever. You know, that's a one-time one, thing. It's I a hate one-time thing. I hate Right. Like, there may be exceptions to a rule, mm-hmm. but if there's 2,000, like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, one out of 2,000, you know. You know no, because like you, you can't bring someone's... IQ down just because of one misplay. One play. You know? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't stand out. How many other clips can you pull of Westbrook not doing this? Why would we not? So let's just base the whole MVP race off one game. Yeah. No, you do it off a season off 82 games. Stupid. I I hate it. But he's been inconsistent. So he definitely Mm -hmm. hasn't been helping. He's been more of a detriment so far. Yep. His shooting splits have not been ideal. Not the worst in the league. No. Obviously, his greatest deficit right now are the turnovers. He needs to turn them back. Yeah. If we see him get nine turnovers one game, we think, oh, you know what? That sucks. If we saw, say, LeBron James get nine turnovers, that's a headliner. Yeah. It's like, what happened to Bron? But no, we're used to seeing Westbrook with these really bad turnover numbers. So he really needs to reel that in. Yeah. Um, you, sh- you don't want to be known for that. You don't want that to become, oh, that's a rough game for mm. Westbrook. Um, THT, or Thought as I call him, yep. has been abysmal. And I, I'll, I'll be honest, I never saw the hype behind THT. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't think he was good. He couldn't shoot. He can't defend. Yes, he's lengthy, but there are a lot of dudes in the league that have length and can't do anything with it. Yeah. That's why they're not in the league anymore. Um, so I don't know why people were so hyped for THT. He's not going to provide us anything that we hadn't already had. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point, Palinka said he was untouchable in the off season. <laughs> what does that mean? We had Caruso where he should have been untouchable. Yeah. You know, he was the most untouchable player because he just, he slotted in so well. THT doesn't slot in anything. He's still trying to find his way. Yeah. A player that's trying to find his way with... Uh, potential that's not like unanimous is going to be great. Yeah, should not be untouchable. No, um, and I just don't get it. He's been he's been abysmal, absolutely abysmal, and he's not been helping, especially with all the protocols and just our dudes not showing up. Um, Kendrick Nunn is coming back, but he doesn't provide that that thing that we need. We have scorers. He provides like ten to fifteen off the bench. Like we, that's fine, but we need someone that's going to play exactly. great defense. We need yeah. someone that's going to get everyone in rotation. And, and, and just keep that motivation going. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds like a, a spiritual thing to say, you know. It's got to keep everyone going mentally. Um, it's true. But it's, we don't have that anymore. No. Le- when you see LeBron on the floor, it's just, he doesn't give a shit. No. He'll get his own a lot of the time. But you see him just dwaddling back. And that's like, like there was that clip a couple weeks ago where LeBron had the ball, ran it up, and it was 1v5. It wasn't a fast break. It was one five because the other four were just dawdling on offense. That's one clip. How about like the 10 to 15 clips of LeBron not giving a shit? Yeah. You know, and I'm sick of how everyone's kind of biased towards LeBron. Yes, LeBron's been carrying us, but he's also been quite abysmal in a lot of ways of 
being a leader of a team. He's not being fun. You see Jokic, an absolute Iron Man. I never, yes, he throws tantrums because he loves what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, and he cares about what he's doing. And I don't see that with Bron. I don't see that that level of energy, you know, and maybe it's because he is 37 years old. Maybe I'm being unfair, but it's definitely what we need right now when AD is not on the floor. He hasn't been a great leader. Westbrook is just not a great leader by play right now. THT is garbage. One of our best players right now is Malik Monk. And whilst I do like Malik Monk, he shouldn't be one of he our best be players. Best it's just a bit of a shit show right now. Um, we are 23rd in offensive rating, which sucks. We have, we're meant to have Bad. LeBron, AD, Westbrook. We had Kendrick Nung, Malik Monk. Mello. All these guys, yeah. you know, on the floor and coming off the bench, we have the 23rd offensive rating. And then to follow that up, which I think is absolutely abysmal, we were first in defensive rating at one point. Yeah. You know, we were... In the when you're last... a championship team, you're mm-hmm. a defensive team. And we, we, I know we have it in us. We are 26th in the league right now in allowing opposition points per game. 26th. You know what is impressive? Despite being a bad defensive team and a bad offensive team, you're still 50%. Right. So, like, maybe I, I, should, be, I should be pretty happy. Um, and also, like, on top of that, and I've mentioned this briefly before, but we are dead last in the league of our ideal lineup playing minutes together. Yeah, you're starting, you're like starting lineup are, is playing, like, 20 minutes together. Like, you've got, like, Utah, Golden State all the way up here. Mm-hmm. We are dead last, like, right here. In starting and minutes together. Yep. And it's, that is a big reason why we're not winning, but, like, how can we, how can we make it any better if AD is just not on the floor to begin with? I feel yeah. like come the trade deadline, you've got big decisions to make. But then it's a thing where, because I was thinking about the trade deadline and obviously everyone wants to make trades and we need to make trades, but I'm afraid we're going to make trades for the sake of making trades because yeah. that's what this off season with LA felt like. Yeah. Whilst I was excited about it, I'm a fan of Kendrick Nunn. I like Malik Monk. I love Westbrook. Mm-hmm. You know, Melo is one of your favorite, your favorite player of all time and I'm a big fan of him as well. It was cool to get these guys but we lost key pieces yeah. in our rotation and these glue guys. And you can't just pick that up. You no. know, I, we've spoken about how important it is to be a glue guy, to be a personality guy. Like, it's why Udonis Haslam is 40 fucking years old and still plays for the Heat. Mm-hmm. He still gets minutes this year. It's crazy. Um, you can't just pick that up. No. You know, we can't They're, just... It's such a commodity. They're so like, once you get them, you want to hang on to them mm. and you let one walk. Yep. So that's why I said, like, come trade time, you've got big decisions to make. Because you're right, this off, this past offseason was trades to be trades. Mm-hmm. And you can't let that happen again. No. And I'm saying this, and I'm pointing directly at you. The way Look, you I treated understand. me shit about Look, the Nuggets then, you cannot let that happen no, again. No, no, no. Unlike you, I wear it. I wear it, you know? We- <laughs> wow, you, you gave me so much shit. You were like, don't point at me. Yeah. Don't yell at me. I'm, like, I'm only doing good. this back to you because you did it to me. Yeah, no, I'm okay but with it. you let Caruso walk and that was mm. fucking stupid. Stupid. And you picked up Westbrook. That was fucking stupid. For what we let go, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think... I love Westbrook. We both adore Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I don't think Westbrook's a championship player. No. I don't think his <laughs> style of play is championship material westbrook's i think such... he can be a champion mm. if he changes play westbrook's such an such an oddity because you look at him and so much of an argument for him has a contradiction but then so much of an argument against him is also a contradiction yeah like you say he's not a and i agree with you he's not a championship player but you, you it's kind of a contradiction in saying that because 
KD's best years are when he played with Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Paul George's best years is when he played with Westbrook. We're seeing a phenomenal year from LeBron statistically played with Westbrook. You know, and obviously LeBron's going to be beat him on because he's arguably the best of all time. Mm-hmm. But Westbrook somehow does make a great player even greater. Puts yeah. him in MVP conversation without needing to put himself in conversation. But yet when we look at Westbrook, it's, oh no, he's actually holding the team back. And there's, there's that weird, weird for and against. And I don't get it. Usually when you, you see a player like this, it's very black and white. You know, we can say that this guy is holding this this other player back. Mm-hmm. You know, we we saw it with um, you know, KD and Golden State. Whilst I don't think, you know, what Clay, Steph and Draymond, well, I guess mainly Steph, was holding KD back, but obviously KD could have gone off for 40 points, 50 yeah. points night in night out, but he can't because you got Steph and Clay. You know, it's it's very different. Um, and we're seeing a great KD now, but um it's just weird. Players can be held back in different ways. And I don't think that the number one option or the second option on the team is ever held back by Westbrook. Mm-hmm. But it feels like whilst Westbrook elevates other players on the team, his level of inconsistency kind of drops it in other key factors. And I think it balances it out to where it's not really an improvement. 100%. So it feels like he can unlock players, help unlock players. This way, mm. The same way LeBron helped unlock AD. The same way Chris Paul can help unlock Devin Booker, mm. right? The same way Steve Nash helped unlock Amari. You can help unlock these players and help bring out their potential. But Tim Duncan never unlocked anyone. But he's oh. one of the best players in NBA history and he's a championship player mm. because of his IQ or he's making the smart basketball play. Westbrook, a lot of the time, doesn't make the smart basketball play. No. And I love him. Absolutely adore him. We both do, yeah. But and it, like he he can he can elevate the players around him, but that's not winning basketball. Yeah, like and and I don't want to like obviously we're not slandering Westbrook because like I in Still. our in our blockies last year mm-hmm. we did uh, the award for um, best leader in the NBA. Yeah, and I picked Westbrook because mm-hmm. of where Washington were at that they were dead last. Yep, and he single handed it wasn't Bill. Westbrook single-handedly willed them to the playoffs. 100%. Made a flight in the playoffs. 100%. So Westbrook, it's just weird. Like, you can't talk about Westbrook without talking about the good and the bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, when we speak about, like, Bron's first half of his career, it was just, it's just good. Yeah. Nothing but good shit. Obviously, as he got older, he got he got a bit more, like, abysmal with all of his social media stuff and mm-hmm. what he says to the media, but that's non-basketball related. But, uh... Yeah, it's just mixed. And I, I just feel like we already knew that going into Westbrook. This is really just playing in LA. It's really, everyone now talks about All it. All the lights. Um, I, I understand the thinking behind it. Whereas, okay, LeBron's going to be 37 years old this year. We need to manage him minutes-wise. Let's have someone which can run the ball that's available, that excels at it. And Westbrook, Westbrook runs the ball. He is a phenomenal passer. Um, can score the ball very, mm. very well. Um, but obviously he's going to have half the season where he's turning the ball over, whereas his shooting splits just aren't good. And so far it has been half the season where it just has not been good. Um, 
We I sort of know. saw this coming though. Like Westbrook's, I don't want to say all of Westbrook's play came from his athleticism, but his IQ was never his strong point, right? It's never, it's never where it needs to be. Yeah. And like his athleticism was what helped him shine mm. the brightest, right? Yeah. Now that that's, I don't want to say it's faded, but it's starting to fade. He's getting older. Yeah. You know, it's dropping a little bit. So his play is getting worse. He can't just outspeed and outjump everyone yeah. like he used to. The weird, um, Weird paradox with with the Lakers is you've unfortunately got LeBron's mentality on the team, which is very visible to everyone that watches, which is just kind of lazy, doesn't care about a lot of defensive switches, doesn't care a lot about offense. We're just kind of standing, not move off ball. Admittedly, LeBron, as a role model right now to these young guys, if you're watching him play, is not ideal. Okay. But then you see someone like Westbrook, and I'm not talking about his play, I'm talking about the same little little things that you see LeBron do, it's the opposite with Westbrook. Westbrook's going to be hustling on everything. That dude is in his 30s and he's still hustling for everything. Mm-hmm. He is still amped up every single play. He is still trying to educate everyone mid-play. You know, it's, it's two different sides of the coin. And I don't think it works. We need someone which is either going to... And, and people have spoken how hard it is uh, to, A, get your style player to buy in because... B, this, you need everyone else to buy in. Mm-hmm. If your star player buys in, everyone else buys in. And it just feels like a weird clash between the two because they're so opposites on the court. Usually every, everything just defaults to Brom and it goes from there. Like you see AD get amped up, especially in that bubble run. He, he looked phenomenal, mm-hmm. but it was still defaulting to Brom. Let Brom control who's going off. Yep. And with Westbrook, it's not that. Westbrook is is going to be Westbrook. Westbrook wants everyone to be amped, but he needs himself to be amped doing so. Mm-hmm. He can't play passively. And it's it just feels like a, a, a weird clash when if your goal is to have LeBron on the court, then stagnate and have Russ on the court. Two ball-dominant players, but they play very differently. Their energy is very different. What they need from everyone is very different. I don't get it because Le- LeBron doesn't need everyone to be amped. No, he just needs he needs to start feeding certain people and and get them going. Yeah, and make sure that they their flow of them. It's like feeding Clay Thompson. If he's going, everyone should be feeding Clay. Mm-hmm. Same thing that LeBron does and recognizes it very well. Whereas Russell Westbrook needs himself and everyone else to be on the same energy level. Otherwise, it, things are going to fall apart. It's a player that plays with their brain. A player that plays with their heart. Mm. It's just like, yeah, it's the two opposites. And do they work? Kinda, kind of not. They like. At times, they can they can really come into unison. Because if you can opposites. get both going, yep. if you can get the heart and the brain going. That's, champ- that's championship DNA. That's a championship team. But if you have to swap between both constantly, that's a lot. If, especially if one player is more heart based, mm-hmm. more brain based. But it's a weird spot. Mm. Um, yeah, like like we we've spot. had like for example, we've had uh, Rondo and KG. Mm-hmm. Rondo is someone which you don't really hear much on the court. Like, yes, in the latter half of his career, he, he'll punch anyone. He doesn't give a shit. But you don't really see much from, from Rondo. A phenomenal. One of, one of my favorite passes of all time, Rondo in Boston. Um, but then his teammate, mm-hmm. the one with the heart, was KG. He was loud. He was obnoxious. He was a scary dude and extremely talented. And that's where that really came into unison. Where Rondo is the LeBron, he's the facilitator, he's wanting to get specific people going and understands that, knows how to break down the defense mm-hmm. to get their their player going. Mm-hmm. KG's the dude that is getting 
everyone amped, getting everyone uncomfortable on the opposing team mm-hmm. and absolutely killing it doing so. Making sure that, everyone's yelling. That comes into unison. Yeah. But it's because they can play on the floor at the same time. Yeah. LeBron and, and Westbrook, I, the goal wasn't to really have them play at the same time, but you do need them to. You do need to. Come playoff time, if we make it, we need them to play at the same time. That means you need, they need to change the play style up. Yeah. And uh, we need to make moves, but I don't... Back to the thing, is like we shouldn't be making moves for the sake of making moves. We we need to be very meticulous with this. Yeah. Because the smallest move can, can change things, man. Uh, you, sh- you shouldn't have to make meticulous moves... At the deadline. Meticulous moves should mm. come in the off-season. Mm-hmm. Moves for moves' sake usually come at the deadline. And we can't afford to do that. But you've swapped it. Yep. So, we'll see. I don't know, man. Like, do we know when... It, can you look up when the trade deadline is? Because that's sort of the date. You yeah. know what I mean? It feels like the thoughts we have on the Lakers now will stay the same until that trade deadline comes. That is the absolute, like, ultimatum cutoff time. February 10th. That is soon. There's a month soon. away. And I, the thing is, I don't know what we need. Like, obviously, you'd be a glue guy. Smarter people than us will figure it out. For me, I'd say there's two guys I'd get. Jay Crowder or PJ Tucker. Both of them are untouchable on their teams. Yeah. Like, they're not just readily available. No. They get swallowed up very, very quickly because the teams don't want to let them go. They're the two best 3 and D glue guys in the league. I love them. I love them. Um, like, yeah, it's, we can't get them. And there's no one that I'm aware of that's readily available at the trade deadline. Come off-season, yes. Hopefully, that's our goal, mm-hmm. is to get more glue guys for the remainder of however long we have LeBron. Uh, but then we've also got to think about AD post-LeBron. Yeah. You know, because this is, a, this is a, a franchise which is built on championships. Every year that we don't win a championship... It's disappointing. You know, a lot of other teams, it is. That's, that's a weird thing to say. It's, it's unfortunately a shitty thing. That's, yeah, that's what it is, yeah. It's, it's unfortunately a shitty thing being an LA fan for that reason. You know, everyone gets up in arms and, and gets their pitchforks if we're not readily available to win a championship. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas a lot of other teams, like if Sacramento make the playoffs, holy shit, that's the first time in 16 years, let's rejoice. We can get swept in the first round. It don't fucking matter. We mm-hmm. made the playoffs. Whereas, you know, obviously there are, there are certain, even New York for this reason, mm-hmm. they have been garbage for so long besides the last two years. Mm-hmm. Besides the last two years, they've been so garbage. But every year it's, when are they going to win a championship? Everyone talks about New York, when are they going to win a championship? Shit, it was like, when were they going to make the playoffs first? Yeah. You know? It's just a lot of these big market teams, it gets very frustrating. We've got to be very careful with, with who we bring on because... Westbrook's also a bit temperamental with the media. Oh, very. And we can't have that if you're in the biggest media outlet. In, you got in a the... lot of pissy boys. We got... <laughs> I wouldn't say pissy boys. But... <laughs> but I just called them pissy boys. It's uh... I think it's a good name. No, if it's it was not it a mud? good name. The mud team the mud? The mud squad. The mud squad. Now they're the but pissy boys. Can we also put a little bit of blame on LeBron for this squad? Because we know this is an all Palenka. No. You have to run through bronze. Like, all right, we're thinking of this and this and this. And he says, no, I want Mud 2.0. I want Pissy Boys. It's just, we, LeBron needs to be held accountable. It's, I know it's funny with the lead GM mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's not funny. It's not. At this point, can we just admit that LeBron can't build a fucking team? LeBron, the reason why he has won the Heat Championships, he played with two Hall of Famers. Yeah. Let's be honest. One was still... Phenomenal in Dwayne Wade, and the other understood his role to such a high level where he could go off for 15 and go off for 30 mm-hmm. any given night, and mm-hmm. it would just feel right. You know, the heat were different. 
Then obviously you had Kyrie Irving, the peak of his career, mm-hmm. one of the most talented scorers we've we'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Um, so like he's had a and and also Kevin Love, who I completely forgot about. Yeah, you know he has had substantial amount of help, mm-hmm. but the roster built around what LeBron wants, besides those players, are often really kind of shit. Like you look at the the key pieces on Cleveland besides. Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, boy, that's, that's kind of crap. I'm not saying it's the worst team ever because I do think LeBron's teams in the past uh, get talked about to a point. It's like, oh, it's the worst team ever. No, they're not. There are a lot of key players on that team which work. The only thing is on that last, the 2016 Cleveland team, they had three six men. In, they had three six men in Shumpert, JR, and RJ. All yeah. three players that could come off the bench and handle the ball and shoot and drive. Mm. And I don't think LeBron would have chose them. <laughs> I think, I don't know, man. Obviously, we don't know LeBron. We're yeah. not invited to Taco Tuesday. We may never be now. Yeah. But um, we'll no, get off I, the LeBron talk because we've been talking about the Lakers for around half an hour now and yeah. we're running out of time. Look, but I do want to mention Kyrie Irving made his season debut as a part time player. Yeah. Opinions. I want, thoughts. I want like me. three minutes max because I don't want you to go another go rant. For it. Go for it. I don't like it. You know, like I think it. it's I think it's pathetic. Yeah, well, let's pathetic. leave it at that. And it's I I just think um I not so much Kyrie because we could talk about Kyrie for a long time. I do feel bad for Brooklyn fans mm-hmm. for the sake that they were so happy that Steve Nash and the franchise took a stand against part time players. Yep, and then unfortunately had to get Kyrie back because of COVID. Yeah, basically, um, it's disappointing. Yep. I, I feel for you, Brooklyn fans, but you know you got another player. Whatever. Much love to say. Nah, fuck you. One of still one of the best scorers we've ever seen. He's insane. Unfortunate that he's good. Yeah, it's unfortunate that he's talented. Yeah, one of those players that I just really dislike. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're probably going to wrap it up here because we are reaching time. Um, are we really? Yeah. Shit. You that see- LA talk went for a while. <laughs> That was a lot. My bad. bad. Look, it's been about seven days since you went on a rant, so it needed to happen. (laughs) Um, If you've made it through this far, thank you very, very much. It's a favorite part of our week every week. Um, if you're watch- if you're listening to the audio version, we do have a video version on YouTube. If you're just watching the video version, we have an audio version on Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Anchor, Breaker, Last FM, Nonstop Pop FM, Fortnite Radio. Um, we are everywhere. Good podcasts are found. Um, thank you very much. Love y'all. Bye.